Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Two, set, It's just been so long since we've recorded. Yeah. The last time we recorded, we were together, together. in Chicago. I and know. now so much has happened in the past two weeks. It's seemed like, I mean, it feels like it's been a month. It, it feels, it like, feels it's like it's been a whole so month. long. Yeah. 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 Um, <sighs> Man. But something I really, I wanted to share in the podcast, but like, we were just in the midst of like not being able to record and all sorts of stuff was going on. Um, I never got to really share with all of you guys how I dyed my hair blue. Well, I didn't dye my whole like my whole head blue, right. but I had two small streaks of this like bright, vibrant blue in my hair. And how that came about, I actually got it done like as BTS was winning top social artist and like top group mm -hmm. at Billboard. And that was really cool. So I went to this random hairstylist because I was like, you know, I'm moving all the time. So I just found some like person that looked like they were good. And I told her about BTS, of course, because she was just curious. Right. <laughs> and so... I was like, yeah, like I'm going to see them in Chicago and I'm going to go to Orlando. And she's like, well, do any of these boys dye their hair? <laughs> Which, I don't, I can't, I can't. It seems like an obvious question, but also like, wow, well, she was like, what a great question. She was like 50 or a little bit older. And yeah. so I was like uh, even just more surprised by it. Um, but she was like, yeah, do, do any of them dye their hair? And of course I got like really shy and just like, yeah, like they do. <laughs> and then she's like, well, do you have a favorite? And so I was like, yeah. So I ended up dyeing my hair the blue that Taeyang has in Boy With Love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, I could not get over it when I finally got to see you in person. Like, mm -hmm. I've never seen you with a color in your hair. I've never dyed my hair never. any, like, vibrant color. Yeah. Ever. And it looked really good. It looked really great. I really loved it. And the thing that she kept telling me, too, is like, well, by the time that you're supposed to start your next assignment and everything for work, like, it'll be... 
it'll be all like bled out by that point. Like it'll be right. washed out. And it is. I don't have it anymore. It's gone. Yeah, I noticed in your pictures from Disney that like it wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not I <laughs> I barely showered my hair, like bare minimum before Chicago because I was like, I just need it to stay this vibrant blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it did. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, welcome <laughs> back, guys. Yes, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, Hosok is seriously fucking wrecking me right now. Mm-hmm. He really is all over Twitter. And he's just all over my timeline yeah. constantly. <laughs> and I mean, the fucking Dior outfit that he wears oh for Out Your Tear. I'm yeah. just, and all of these clips from like the recent run episodes, I just cannot get over it. I can't. Mm-hmm. Or I cannot wait to see all the Sea of Army from the BTS concerts at Wembley Stadium. Oh my god, yes. Imagine how massive it's going to be. God, all those lights. It's We're so excited for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are here for all of that, then you're in the right place. And in today's episode, we are uh, completing our third installment of the Run Replay series. Mm-hmm. So if you're new to the Run Replay series or you're new to this podcast, Run Replay is a series where Kayla and I both choose one of our favorite run episodes and then recap all of its events along with some of our favorite moments. Right. But before we get into it, we have to thank you wonderful, amazing armies for being here and for supporting us. If you're a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about the podcast, by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or really whatever platform you listen on. And then if you would like to go above and beyond and show us extra support, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Again, your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support from you guys is super appreciated, and we're just glad you all are here listening. Yes. Oh, my God, guys. (laughs) We have missed you so much throughout this month of May. Yeah. Like, not being able to talk to you every week, and just, you know, it's been two weeks since Mm -hmm. we've talked to you last. It's been so strange, so we're so happy to be back. Thank you guys for, you know, hanging in there with us Mm -hmm. and coming back to listen now. We love you so much. Getting back into recording is, like, super weird. It's yeah. just been so long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, you went to Disney. I went to my brother's wedding and had a little mini vacay in Florida. Yeah. And now we're we're both back at work. And, uh. <laughs> but, you know, the work week is made a lot better by getting to sit down and record this podcast. Yeah. And just talk about BTS. And just fucking talk <laughs> about BTS. <laughs> uh, all right. So I don't know why I put myself first in the doc, but I did. So I guess I'll go. Go first. (laughs) I think I've started every run replay 
series episode. I kind of went back and looked at our old ones, our old episodes, and I was like, well, I'm just going to keep going with it. That's fine with me. (laughs) Go ahead. So this week I decided to do run episode 43. And this is the episode where the boys are tested on their five senses. Uh, But we only get to three senses because it's a two-part episode. But I think this one is just hilarious. And I had to pick one of the two. Okay. I don't remember this one. You don't remember this one? No. Girl, you got to go back and watch it. I mean, maybe maybe when you tell me about it, I'll I'll remember it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the episode that covers their sense of touch, uh, hearing, and scent. Okay. It's interesting. It's really fun. Uh, So I really just chose this episode because when we were going through, I was just like filtering through all the run episodes and trying to decide. And I just couldn't pass this one up. I'm like, I just really vividly remember this episode and just dying of laughter while watching. And it's just so ridiculous, the challenges that they have to do. So (laughs) I was like, I have to do it. Um, So... I really don't go into depth on their outfits just for time's sakes, but the only outfit that I really absolutely have to cover is Yoongi because he is wearing an RJ costume. And I believe it's as a punishment for losing the last episode. I think the original punishment, he was supposed to like get into the ocean or something, but like the Mm -hmm. water was below zero degrees and he just like couldn't do it because it was below zero. Uh, so I think that is why they have him in the RJ costume, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing I have to add about the outfit, though, is that the headpiece of this outfit is like my favorite thing ever because it's basically RJ's massive head on yeah. top of Yugi's. It like <laughs> looks so heavy. And like there's like this thick strap that goes under his chin because like I don't know how this thing like based on physics i don't know how it's staying on top of his head uh it does seem quite cumbersome (laughs) it is it is yeah all right so let's get into it so the first challenge is challenging or testing their sense of touch so the members all have to stand behind these four boxes that each have an item inside of them and there's like a letter embossed at the bottom of the box. Okay. Each player then needs to guess what the item is purely based on their sense of touch. So they put their hands inside this box. They can't see, but the people on the other side of the box can see. Uh, so they just basically have to feel around. And so the members are all given about four minutes to make their guesses and just feel around. One point is awarded for guessing the item within And then three points are awarded for combining the letters into a word. So Jimin goes first. And in his first box are dried noodles. And everyone is just really kind of anxious. Like, what Mm -hmm. are in these boxes? They're expecting, like, live creatures and things. (laughs) And so someone asks, does it bite? And Jimin is like, yes, it bites. And <laughs> Jin's reaction to this is priceless. Jin is like, fuck no. Like, I know if it bites, if it even moves, I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Uh, but Jimin continues to, like, act because, like, clearly it's dried noodles. We can all see that. But he's pretending, like, this thing in this box is, like, biting at him and is moving around. 
and it just freaks out everyone. And he's That's saying great. things like it moves. And oh my god, he's such a little shit. <laughs> he is such a little shit. Um, and so, like all of the members, really, like the young line is like starting to speculate that one of Jen's like sugar gliders is in there, mm-hmm. which would have been really cute. So then he moves on to the second box, which is silicone gloves. And Jimin, I just have to say overall for his his turn, he's pretty fearless with this task, like comparatively to the other members. Uh, so he kind of just feels around in that one. He moves on to the third box, which is warty sea squirts. Hmm. And I don't really know what creature that is. But Couldn't Jimin tell does, yeah, he does kind of squirm <laughs> when he touches it because it's like a little watery mm-hmm. and like I'm sure it doesn't feel very pleasant. Then he moves on to the fourth box, which is like a bunch of mixed slice fruits. They kind of remind me of like those packaged fruit cups that you would like eat in yeah. grade school. Oh, yeah. Just like in the bottom of this box, like sticky, <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh. Uh, so he looks a little bothered by the wetness and stickiness. But again, he's just not all that phased by it. Uh, but however, when Jimin goes into guess, he doesn't get any of them right. Damn. When he writes down all his answers. Yeah. Yeah. He was also know. like the I've... guinea pig. He was like the first one to go. Kudos to him. Yeah, it would be difficult to go first. And I don't really know if I could just being the first person not seeing anyone's reaction, like get like sliced fruits like that. Like it was really, I think it was really difficult. I don't, I mean, not seeing or, you know, at all or being able to smell it. Like how could you, Mm -hmm. there could be so many different options. Yeah. They end up changing up the boxes. And I think the run staff start to realize that like Jimin's was kind of hard. Yeah. So they move on to Jungkook and he his first box is also the dried noodles. And Jungkook immediately points out that Jimin was totally acting and that what's in the box does not move or bite. So this <laughs> kind of brings some relief to the members, but they're all still kind of like freaked out. Right. Um, but I just love that Jin is like behind Jungkook and he's still asking if the first box bites. Like he's so terrified of this challenge. Like poor Jin. Um, But for the remainder of the boxes, Jungkook is just very focused. Like he's not really reacting much. He's just has like a very serious focused face. Like he's really wanting to guess all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, So he ends up guessing the noodles to be branches. So he's wrong on that. He thinks the gloves are balloons. uh, And then he doesn't give an answer for the last box. However, he does get warty sea squirts and he guesses the word from all of the letters in the boxes. So he actually did pretty well. Um, Wow. But even after his turn, they still think that this is like a little too challenging. And so they really want to change it up. Yeah. The staff do. So yeah. Next up is Jen, and I watched this episode with Corey, and <laughs> Jen, when it was his turn, Corey could not handle, could not handle Jen, because he's just too much. I think I remember this. Like, <laughs> he's very extra. He's a lot. Very extra. He's very scared. He's a total scaredy cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first box, they end up putting toy snakes in there. God. And that's just he's, cruel. He's just really a lot to handle in this episode. <laughs> Specifically this challenge, the the box challenge. Mm-hmm. He 
barely gets his hand inside this box before he starts like rapidly flinging his hand around and he's just like so apprehensive to touch whatever is in this box and he like flings his hand around so much that he starts to remove the lid of the box like he's like gonna (laughs) break this box with how rapidly he's moving his hand and Yoongi just basically says like you're a total scaredy cat like it's just he's just like embarrassed to be next to Jin Meanwhile, it's kind of hard not to notice Taeyang in the background, who's kind of like dancing along to Jin's screams, which is kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, and it's just a really chill dance too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Uh, So the second box, he, there's like rice puff cookies inside. And he, of course, shouts and makes a fuss the whole time. But he does buck up some courage and holds onto the rice puff for like a split moment. (laughs) the third box is filled with toy frog eggs and the fourth box is a sheet mask and Mm -hmm. he continues to carry on screaming not even touching the items yet still screaming and namjoon and yoongi look seriously stressed about playing this game because of how (laughs) jen is reacting Um, but jimin and jungkook meanwhile they're like on the other side because they had already gone so they're just like hysterically laughing at him because yeah. they like know what is inside these boxes like right what the fuck dude <laughs> i mean like even going into a mystery box with your hand flailing around that's like the worst approach mm. because if it is something like live in there yeah. either you're gonna hit it or it's gonna get agitated mm. like he's doing the opposite of what you need to do if you're like fearful <laughs> of what you're approaching right yeah like if it's a living creature you would want to be right. like slow and and cautious yeah. yes yeah. and he's like i mean He's ripping lids off boxes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot. Um, Good lord. Yeah, so Jin ended up not guessing any of them right, but he did say snakes for the first one, but he didn't specify toy snakes. Uh, and then he also didn't guess the word correctly. So then we move on to Yoongi, and Yoongi just dives right into it. Like He's just like, yep, I'm putting my hand in here after seeing what Jin just did. Uh, he just <laughs> Clearly went for he's it. just overreacting. <laughs> uh, and Hobie's like, oh, he's so brave, because Yoongi just like went right into it. Right. But then Jimin debunks what Hobie says and mentions that Yoongi is scared of watching scary movies, like horror films. <laughs> and but I that's totally that was- different. Yeah, it is totally different. Yeah. But I just thought it was cute that Jimin pointed that out. And yeah. Yoongi was like, yeah, I am. I'm scared. Of <laughs> I love films. that. Right there with you. The only box that is different is the second box from Jin's. And it was replaced with a toy spider, like this large, fuzzy Ooh. toy spider. So when Yoongi gets to the second box, his voice gets kind of whiny and cute. Like he's frustrated. Like he gets, you know, like pout, like. Satori Powell. I know exactly mm. what you're talking about, and I love it so much. <laughs> uh, uh, so he gets a little frustrated with that one. He's like, what could this possibly be? How do I describe this? When he gets to the third box, Jin, <laughs> Jin is now on the other side of the boxes because he's already gone. 
Jin starts to argue with the staff that he actually guessed the third box right and that he demands his points. <laughs> and like, it's just funny that they like are so serious about this. <laughs> I love, I love Jin. Jin, he has you're no hear chill. Me talk a lot about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just amusing how competitive they all get. Yeah. Um, and like, when any of the members go like even a second over four minutes, they're all like, you're out of time. You're out of time. You got to stop. <laughs> like you're done. <laughs> Move on to the next box. Like okay. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so Yoongi ends up guessing toy snakes, toy spider, and the toy frog eggs correctly. And he also ends up guessing the word correctly. So he only like missed one box. Wow. Which is incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. Good job, Yoongi. <laughs> Next is Namjoon. The first box he gets is filled with dried tofu, and the second box is the toy spider. He's pretty hesitant to touch the items, but his face really is kind of, like, expressionless at first. But then, of course, once he, like, starts to touch the items, he gets a little scared and yells, like, his, huh? Like, just one, like, ah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But I know what you're talking such about. such a Namjoon It's such thing. a Namjoon. It's like specific exclamation to him, you know? Yeah. 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 I sound so dumb, but yeah. <laughs> you're so the, fine. the third box is uh, filled with sea cucumbers. And these are like immersed in water. So Namjoon is like really scared of touching the water. Like it's really throwing him off that there needs to be water in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he kind of overcomes the fear. And then the fourth box is filled with mini plies. What? Which is like the third compartment of a stomach of an animal. Which is really gross. (laughs) I had to like look it up. That is... Yeah. Why would they do that? (laughs) But I have no idea. But when Namjoon puts his hand in, he immediately, like, yells, It bit me! (laughs) And Taeyang gets, like, so scared. Like, his eyes grow so wide. And really, Taeyang is pretty chill. But this is the first time, I think, because Namjoon said it bit me, that he's like, oh, my God, would he lie? Probably not. Right. So he, he actually thinks that there's, like something alive in this box (laughs) oh poor baby (laughs) anyway so namjoon he ends up not getting any of them right but he does guess all the letters correctly and the word so he at least got points for that yeah Young, the first and second box he looks so serious very unbothered like just not much expression at all and when he goes in for like the first and second box, Yoongi describes him as a master who fires pottery. Ooh. Yeah, like that's the kind of look he's giving. That's like a very skilled. specific yeah. description. I love it. It is. I do yeah. too. I had to put it in there. So the third box, that's the one with the sea cucumbers in it. And Taeyang is the first of like all of the members to actually pick this thing up. Uh-huh. Like he picks up the sea cucumber <laughs> and like Jen freaks the fuck out that Taeyong like actually went and picked it up. And like really all the other members were like, Oh my God, like he's like picked it up and they're just grossed out and weirded out. But Taeyong is unfazed. <laughs> he's just, he's just going for it. <laughs> uh, and then, so at the fourth box, Taeyong gets maybe like a little grossed out by the texture 
of the mini plies. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but Mm -hmm. which it sounds disgusting. So I wouldn't, I don't blame them for getting a little grossed out, Yeah, but this is, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Young from this episode, but it's where he's got like really cute little glasses on and he's like in this like old man sweater, this red old man sweater. And he looks like maybe just a little like a little chubby, uh-huh. but he like puts his hand in and like his face goes from that like master who fires pottery to this really cute chubby baby boy. Like it's <laughs> so cute. It's one of my all-time favorite gifts okay, or like I'm pictures looking, of him i'm looking up uh, i think i found the picture <laughs> oh my god yeah like he's got so like a really cute. tiny grin but yeah. his cheeks are so plump oh mm-hmm. it oh. just makes my heart squeeze yeah wow <laughs> with the glasses too so mm-hmm. wow so cute. Yeah. So yeah. the only thing he ends up getting right is the toy spider, um, but he was able to guess all of the letters correctly in the word. Okay. So then last up is Hosok. In the first box, he has black mushrooms now. They've changed it out. The second box now has the mini plies in it. Uh, so J-Hope is very similar to Jen. This is no shock I feel like he like Mm -hmm. screams and carries on while like (laughs) flinging his hand around wildly inside this box uh the third box is filled with spoon worms and he's kind of scared at first but actually gains like a little bit of courage and tries to pick them up and he out loud guesses like spoon worms like he catches on pretty quickly he knows what it is And then the fourth box is the most impressive. He again guesses out loud and he says that it's seaweed. And then he gets all sentimental and he shares this story about how he used to help his father make homemade seaweed soup five times a week. And so he just like would never, he could never forget the touch. He could also kind of smell the seaweed, but he, he knew right away what it was. I thought that was sweet. Wow, that's, that's a really sweet like thing to share. Mm-hmm. All right, so he ends up guessing two out of the four boxes, and then he also guesses the letters and the word correctly. Nice job. All right, so moving on to the second challenge, which is hearing. And each of the members are assigned to one another, and one member goes at a time standing in the middle of the room while the other members circle around them. And then all at once, and the person whose turn it is, is blindfolded. Mm -hmm. So all at once, the members say, army. And the member has to guess, or the player who's playing, has to guess where their assigned person is in the room. Based on the sound of their voice. Yeah. So Yoongi goes first, and he has to find Jungkook. And Yoongi's actually really impressive. After even just like the first time hearing the members say army because they can say it like three or four times. Mm-hmm. After the first time they say army, he already starts to like lean back towards where Jungkook is standing. Wow. But after the third time hearing army, without any hesitation, he walks right back straight into Jungkook. And I have to mention, whenever they go to pick the member, like whenever they're walking, they, for some reason, the run editors <laughs> decided to play the song I'm Your Lady by Celine Dion. <laughs> like, <laughs> that song... <laughs> Cause I'm your lady. That song. Oh that my god, song. I love that so <laughs> much. <laughs> Yoon Cook, major Yoon Cook vibes. Oh, 
But just wait, it gets even more Yoon Cook from here. Okay. So Jungkook's face is like completely priceless. Like his mouth <laughs> is a perfect circle. His face is kind of like stretched and tight because he's trying to be quiet. <laughs> like he's trying to keep his, like, it's just funny. But what I love is that when Yoongi goes and finds Jungkook, he like is still blindfolded and then kind of like feels him up a little bit before oh. taking off the blindfold. And he says, yeah, this is definitely Jungkook. Like, he knows for sure. <laughs> by touch. By touching his figure, blindly, uh-huh. that it's Jungkook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Major Jungkook. Yes. So then Jungkook goes next, and he has to find Jin. Uh-huh. So I kind of feel bad for Jungkook because someone, one of the members, clearly changed the tone of their voice to make it deeper and louder than everyone else's. So it kind of like, I think, throws him off a little bit. Mm -hmm. But he slowly walks himself over white, like right where Jin is standing. And Jin, of course, like bends over backwards to try to avoid Jungkook going to touch for him. Uh, But everyone is just like, they just look so amazed that Jungkook like was able to single out Jin and find him. Yeah. Uh, So... Yeah, so Jungkook does really good. He, like, finds Jin pretty quickly. And Jin is, like, amazed. He's like, whoa, did you get my telepathy? Like, <laughs> like did you get my message? Right. Oh, my like, God. he did that shit. What a great job done by Jungkook. Yeah, yeah. So then Jin goes next, and he has to find Yoongi. Uh, Jin keeps doing his, like, classic, like, gah, gah. You know, like, ugh. Yeah. Like, he's just so, like... He's just struggling so hard to discriminate their voices. So he ends up going back behind him, like, and like touching Namjoon, who is just to the left of Yoongi. Mm-hmm. So he gets close. Uh, but then after he like fails, he kind of like, he obviously didn't find Yoongi. He found Namjoon instead. He then gets hung up on the fact that he's, like, the only one who has failed so far. Like, Jen's like, am I the only one who has failed? Like, he's just <laughs> real bummed out by it. Damn. So next is Namjoon, and Namjoon has to find Young. What I love about Namjoon's turn is that he analyzes Tae's character and, like, thinks out loud Young's potential thought process and his personality to help him find Young. Which I thought was so interesting. Yeah. He's like, would he try to make louder sounds or would he try to be quiet and be sneaky? One, that's such a Namjoon approach. Like, I'm not even surprised. Mm-hmm. And two, it also is kind of making me think of how close they are and how well, like, Namjoon understands Young as Mm -hmm. a person like as we've Mm -hmm. you know really seen and that's just one of those little tiny moments that's just such a testament Mm -hmm. to that yeah definitely Taejun yes (laughs) so he starts to sneak back towards where Taeyang is and Tae is like reaching out dramatically for him like it's super cute and goofy like come here you know uh so Namjoon kind of subtly bumps into Tae and finds him and then Jin again yells out, am I the only one who's failed? Like, he's just so upset. <laughs> <laughs> so then Young goes next, and he has to find Hobie. So Young, of course, requests for a fourth attempt. Like, they only get three attempts at them saying ARMY. So he requests a fourth attempt, and then the members all, like, basically are like, fuck no, you can't get a fourth attempt. So they all raise the tones of their voices 
So it makes it really hard for him Mm. to know who's where. So Taeyang goes for Jimin, who is like nowhere near Hobie. Nowhere near Hobie. Uh, but what's cute is like all the members say it's your soulmate Jimin and the producer is like even added a cute commentary like saying V found his soulmate wow that's Mm. so cute yeah and then Jin makes his way from the other side of the room to Taeyang and shakes his hand and says thank you for failing (laughs) because he doesn't want to be the only one right (laughs) so then J-Hope goes next and he has to find Jimin Definitely some, like, Minjoon going on here because Namjoon, he starts rambling about how Hobie will easily find Jimin because they were roommates for years and that Jimin has his own frequency. Mm. Mm, cute. Super uh, cute. before J-Hope goes, he starts to, like, rumble his shoes on the floor and J-Hope kind of, like, blindly points in Young's direction and says that's Young." <laughs> like they haven't even started and he's like that's where Young is just Goofy. based on him rumbling his shoes yeah so then Young gets all like fishy faced and he's like oh my god I got caught so he asked Jimin to switch places with them so they switch uh Jimin is standing to Hobie's left and when they first say army Hobie's like dead set on that Jimin is like to the left of him mm-hmm. but then during his turn he like spins around and then he becomes a disoriented and he's like where's the front <laughs> and he just oh my god he just kind of screws it up for himself yeah uh so he kind of creeps over towards Jen who is right next to Jimin of course Jen has his like arms spread out to like out like like going to embrace Hobie like yes come fail with me too <laughs> um and so Hobie, I think he overthought it, but he ends up yeah. not finding Jimin. Ooh. All right. So then Jimin goes last and he has to find Namjoon. Uh, after the very first army, Jimin turns around and he points right at Namjoon. But he continues to listen a couple more times because he has a couple more times to hear it. But he like after the very first army knows where June is and mm-hmm. he's like, I already know. He's like, I think I already know. Yeah. Uh, He does end up asking for a fourth attempt, which I thought was interesting, but they all, like they did with Taeyang, like they raised their voices, so there's like no point in it. Right. But he walks, (laughs) it's just him being clumsy and cute. He walks like right in between Namjoon and (laughs) Taeyang. And of course the editors of Run had to put the squeaky noise over him, like the squeaky toy noise, like, you know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. Poor like boy. the little rubber ducky or you <laughs> yeah. know something noise, yeah, yeah. But he ends up finding Namjoon. Good. All right. So then, for the very last challenge for this episode in particular is smell. So for this challenge, the member who is playing is blindfolded and has to guess the food and the member who is holding the food by smelling them. <sighs> They literally have to smell their, like, members and guess who it is based on, like, smelling their hand. Yeah. (laughs) Like, impossible. I don't know how anyone could do that. Yeah. So the player gets two points for guessing the member and one point for the food. So Jungkook goes first, and his food is white chocolate, and the member is Jen. So at first, he speculates that it's cake, saying that the food smells sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he's not quite sure what it is. But after a few more sniffs, he guesses chocolate, but not the brown kind okay. is what he says. And then he kind of thinks about it a little bit more. And then he's like, white chocolate. Like, that's white chocolate. Okay. And we get this, like, really zoomed in shot of Namjoon's face. And, like, I've never seen his eyes so enlarged before. Like, he looks <laughs> so impressed that Jungkook got white chocolate. Yeah. That is quite impressive. Especially, like, being the first one going. And, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. I've, I don't. I don't know. I don't eat white chocolate that much, so I don't know if I smelled it. If I would know, oh yeah, that's white chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then, but then, what's even more impressive is after that, he goes and sniffs Jin's hand, and he's like super dramatic about it. But he's also like really having to sniff hard because it's a fucking hand, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he guesses that it's Jin Young. And, like, everyone, like, everyone in that room, all of BTS is, like, so impressed. Like, they're all like, whoa, like, how, how did he, did he get that? He yeah. got both white chocolate and gin. Jungkook yeah. is seriously too good at everything. I know. I know. He's good at everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so then it moves on to Jimin, and his food is shell cookies, and then the member, he has to guess, is Hobie. So Jimin requests to smell the hand of the member first and he sniffs Hobie's hand and he actually speculates like this is Hobie. Like he kind of thinks it's it's J-Hope, which it just blows my mind that they can smell each other's hands and know who's who. Yeah, but maybe they know like, oh, they use this kind of hand lotion or body wash and Jimin and Hobie did live together. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Yeah. so he smells the food after that, and he thinks that it might be Matt Dongson cookies. So he kind of speculates that it's like this other type of cookie. I don't know the difference between that and a shell cookie. Mm-hmm. But without much more contemplation, he guesses Hobie and the Matt Dongson cookies. Uh, so he only gets Hobie right. But still, how impressive. He guessed like Hobie's hand over the type of food. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So Jen goes next, and his food is lettuce, which, <laughs> that sucks. And then the member he gets is Yoongi. And what I love about this is that, of course, during this, like, whole round of the food and hand smelling, Yoongi has been taking on the role of an MC when there is no MC for this episode, but he's just, like, taking on the role of it. So when it's his turn to, like, have to hold the lettuce and make him smell his hand... He has to continue to, like, act like he's running the show. And he, like, keeps switching back to, like, where he was standing. And, like, it's just too funny that he does this. Um, But Jen also requests to smell the member first. And he's like, it doesn't smell like anything. And then he smells the lettuce. And he doesn't say much, but he's kind of like, mm, like, okay. Mm -hmm. And when I was watching this, I'm like, how do you smell lettuce? I don't, is there really that much of a scent to lettuce? I feel like just lettuce sitting there is not going to smell like much. Like you have to kind of like, like maybe if you broke it open, you know, like you could smell. It has a faint smell, a very faint smell. Um, But that would be so difficult. (laughs) What's funny too about Jen's turn is when he's thinking about who's like which member he smelt, 
he was like reminding himself out loud who the B- BTS members are. He's like, who's in BTS? And he just like started listing all of their <laughs> names. Like he had to remember. It was funny. Um, but eventually he ends up guessing Yoongi and that the food is lettuce. And like in unison, every single member shouts like, wow, like how the hell did he get that? Yeah. I think he kind of potentially maybe cheated, but I could be wrong because he was so bitter about the... <laughs> He was bitter about the box game, and then he was real bitter about the, like, hearing test. How did he cheat? I don't know. Gave money to the run team or <laughs> promised them food. Right. So, Yoongi goes next, and Yoongi's food is vinegar, and the member is Jimin. Uh, so... His turn goes really fast, like really quick. He briefly smells Jimin and then kind of sniffs at the vinegar twice. And then he guesses Jungkook and balsamic sauce. So he doesn't hmm. get any of them right. Taehyung like, is next. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he, I just don't think gave a shit. Yeah. Taehyung is next. And the food he gets is cream bread filled with red beans, which does not sound appetizing to me at all i don't know if that's even a food there or mm-hmm. who knows uh and then his member is hobie so he smells the food first and he out loud questions like cream and then mm-hmm. he kind of smells at it again he then smells j-hope who's holding his hand out in a v sign because how could he not right <laughs> it was a really cute touch that he mm-hmm. did that uh, and so his final answer is cream-filled bread, which I thought was really close, but they didn't give it to him. Cream-filled bread. He was just missing the red beans, which, again, I don't even know if you can smell red beans all that much. Yeah. Uh, and then the member he guesses is Jen, so he gets that wrong, too. Damn. Yeah. So then J-Hope goes, and his food is pickled garlic, and the member he has is Jen. Uh, Hobie asked to smell the member first, and... I just cannot with Jen's fingers because he's got that whole swan neck deformity going on and his index <laughs> finger is literally bent crooked around Hobie's nose. It's just oh like God. the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Uh, but it's pretty funny. And Hobie says that he can tell that whoever like the member is must have eaten the bread because like he could <laughs> smell the bread on the finger, on Jen's <laughs> finger. Uh, but he smells the food and he gets kind of stumped and he's like, he can recognize the smell, but he's still like, what is this? Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't really recall. Uh, so he guesses, first he guesses Jin, but then changes it to Jungkook. And then last second changes it to Jimin. Like, he's just overthinking it. Oh, uh, and the then, Yeah. And then for the food, he guesses red pepper paste. So he gets both of those wrong. Yeah, way off. Mm-hmm. So then not the last member to go is Namjoon and the food he has is avocado and the member he has is Yoongi. So he first smells the member and he says that whoever he's smelling smells softly of perfume, which mm, I just how nice <laughs> it would be to smell Yoongi. Yeah. <laughs> but after a few sniffs, he thinks out loud, like, I don't know. Is it sugar? <laughs> <laughs> So then he goes to smell the avocado and he's just completely clueless. He has no idea what it is. So he ends up guessing Yoongi, which is right. And then he guesses the food to be meat. Mm-hmm. And Jin, of course, like loses his shit over this. He like barely cackles out. How does a piece of meat smell like that? 
And then Yungi, oh my gosh, so kindly adds, avocados are the meat of fruits because it has so much protein. Oh, isn't that sweet? That's so sweet. Such you don't have to say anything, you know. And Jin is one to fucking talk now that he got them right (laughs) after like fucking completely going ape shit in the first round. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the ending of the episode. So that's episode forty-four, or episode forty-three. Forty-four is where they test sight and taste. Hmm. But well, it's just one of my episode. all-time favorites. Like, it's just yeah. super silly, all the, like, little challenges they have. Yeah, I totally, like, I think I remembered parts of that, but I love the retelling of it that you gave. And oh, okay. so many funny and also very cute, like, ship moments also. Lots of ship moments. I have yeah. to point those out. Okay, so I guess I'll get into my run episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was... I just get to sit back and relax now. You get to sit back and relax now. I can't decide if I like going first or second. When I go first, I always feel like it's chaos and I don't know what I'm doing. But then well, I like going When I go second, to... I feel like I stress out the whole time about like anticipating reading mine. Maybe yeah. we should flip it. <laughs> flip it yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well figuring shit out um so my run episode is actually two because I couldn't divide it with it like still making sense and it's gonna go quick either way like it honestly Mm -hmm. could have been one episode so I'm doing episode 47 and 48, which is Protect the BTS Village. So... Ah, I know this one. Do you know this one? Yeah, this is a good one. Um, I chose this episode because I remember one specific amazing moment from it. Also, the whole... Just one specific moment? Just one that, like... Wow. It was, like, (laughs) truly ingrained in me. I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah, Um, I'm excited to when you get to it. But it's funny, it's intriguing, it's relatable. The ending's great. I love it. So let's okay. get into let's get it. Get into it. Um, so this takes place at Korean Job World, which I'm sure that all of us at one point have gone on a field trip to a place just like this. Mm-hmm. It's basically a little town in this big building or whatever and it you know you get a job for the day you have to do stuff but Mm -hmm. instead of bts just having a job for the day and like living in that uh they're basically playing mafia Uh, so yeah have you played mafia before bethany i've played mafia yeah Yeah. it's it reminds me a little similar to like werewolf just yes Mm -hmm. literally okay so (laughs) i was thinking about you and i playing werewolf uh like all the times that we've played it with like the Mm -hmm. different groups of people Mm -hmm. while like researching this episode because it's very much find the other and it's there's so many different moving parts and it also is very much influenced by how people behave Mm -hmm. and i just find that those games and that type of thing so fun so Mm -hmm. that's i mean that's what they're doing at this korean job world yeah so 
Here's the premise of their version of this game. BTS are residents of the village, and there are outsiders from the Blue Village that secretly came in to steal the stone called Army that protects the village, which I just think is super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so BTS needs to protect the stone. Some members who are participating are secretly from the Blue Village. Okay, yeah. So... Some beginning information, there are hints about the intruders, there are three days and three nights in the village, and a day lasts 20 minutes and a night lasts 10 minutes. During the daytime, they look for clues, and uh, they can also like communicate about clues together during the daytime, but at nighttime, they all come together, and they like discuss everything that they have, and try to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so th- it's basically like three rounds. Um, BTS will win if they find all of the intruders. If the intruders are undetected, obviously the Blue Village wins. And the winning team receives a gift voucher as a prize, which they're very excited about. They're like, of you know. Of course. They're always excited about like. Yes. <laughs> any prize. pathetic little prizes. <laughs> like it's just cute. Yeah. Well, comparatively to how much money they make, yes. It's endearing. So I'm going to dive into what each member's kind of role and character is. And I'm also going to tell us about their outfits. So Hosok works at what they named J-Hope Mart, which is a grocery store. He's the owner and he's a sociable person who easily gets information and his smile is his trademark. So to go along with this persona, he's wearing a long sleeved white button down shirt, a red store clerk style vest with like a name tag on it. Uh, some loose black slacks, black shoes, and he also at this time had that like cute auburny reddish hair and it was parted in the middle. Very cute. Very like, I mean, reason why he's wrecking me right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Jimin was called the best looking delivery guy in town by himself. Um, and he by delivers, oh. right? Yes. Um, but he delivers parcels to all the shops in the village and people praise him for his politeness. So for his outfit, he's wearing this black hoodie with a thick red stripe down the arm, a blue zippered vest. And it also has like a name tag and some extra pockets with zippers for mm-hmm. storing things. Uh, he has black skinny jeans, dark Puma tennis shoes, and possibly the best part is that he's wearing a black black baseball hat and it's just very sexy i love Mm -hmm. you know how i feel and (laughs) um he has these like dangly silver earrings also which is just incredible and barely like earrings that get me oh i bet yeah the earrings are great and Mm -hmm. there's just barely like a little of this this like honey blonde like sideburn peeking through on the sides wow truly incredible Mm -hmm. Um, so (laughs) Namjoon is a mechanic at the auto repair shop and they say that he could repair any car, although he himself cannot drive and doesn't own a car. (laughs) His outfit is like, you kind of overlook it, but when you're like really looking and like, Hey, what is he wearing? It's kind of like he, he works it. Um, he's basically just wearing like, yeah. (laughs) 
look him up. He's basically just wearing like what a mechanic would wear. So a long sleeve plain t-shirt and then like this black mechanic style jumpsuit, but he has it kind of like unbuttoned or unzipped up top and it's kind of like folded down and the uh, the sleeves are tied around his waist and mm-hmm. he just looks very good. Um, he's wearing Tim's of course. And then he has this like light, blondish honey hair similar to Jimin's but it's kind of brushed to the side a little bit a little bit a little bit choppy yeah he just looks I mean it's low-key but he looks good yeah he can pull that kind of stuff off though you know he really can the more subtle stuff yeah Ooh, yeah I'm looking at it now damn he looks big he looks really big (laughs) so Jungkook is a newbie policeman in the town and he's called passionate and high-spirited he's wearing a gray button-down police shirt a police vest with some reflective strips um and a name tag and also a fur-lined collar because he's extra yeah uh black pants black shoes police hat and then brown hair with his bangs down in his in his face um just a disclaimer soak jen looks like way too fucking good in this episode it's like really stupid how good he just looks really expensive and Mm -hmm. um he is supposed to be the president of mg bank he's supposed to be rich as fuck and he's like a ceo shit yeah Uh. and they they don't the talk A's. about like <laughs> they don't talk about his personality at all. They just say his hobby is jogging. Like he's <laughs> you know, he's just out there. Yeah. Um so he's wearing a white button-down shirt with a gray suit jacket like a medium toned. It's not dark, it's not like super light. Um fitted black slacks, a kind of teal turquoisey uh colored tie which looks really good with the gray tone. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing these thin gold-rimmed circular glasses <sighs> that are just I mean a weakness. His, it looks so <laughs> good and like his skin is so perfect and his lips are so plump and like <sighs> I'm his so hair also he has this black hair that's like parted on the side and it just looks so good and he looks rich yeah mm-hmm. yeah he looks so really good. <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh yungi is the flower shop owner and he is sensitive and more attentive than anyone else and as they say this uh, the producers play um, Give It To Me over, like, in the background. Oh, really? As they're say- <laughs> yeah, as they're saying, like, he's sensitive. It's like, like, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but to go along with this, like, sensitive uh, style he's supposed to have, he's wearing a fuzzy white turtleneck sweater, black jeans, black van style tennis shoes with thick white laces and then a dark blue jean material apron and at this time his hair was very light blonde almost white and fluffy and like his bangs were kind of down in his face with a part in the middle yeah love that look so Mm -hmm. uh the sweater the sweater i mean soft yeah yeah 
So Taeyang was the patissier of the local bakery, which is like... So the, fitting. Yeah. <laughs> so he, at this bakery, he was famous for his cookies that he likes so much that he always eats half of what he makes. And oh. his outfit is, of course, a white baker's jacket. It has like black trim and like eight black buttons, uh, black pants, black shoes. And then he has this black apron tied around his waist that goes down to like his knees um mm-hmm. and then he's wearing this short black necktie like they would wear in like a professional yeah. um it's like not an ascot restaurant. but it's like something no. like that yeah it's not an ascot Very but it's large definitely ascot <laughs> yeah i really i was really struggling with what to call it like it's yeah definitely not it's like a a cloth tie that they would wear in a restaurant environment yeah. just to like i don't know it looks like he could take it off and like wipe yeah. down a table or something. Yeah, or like keep sweat around yeah. his neck. I don't know. <laughs> to keep it there? <laughs> I just have no idea. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm so glad that you're looking at this too and you're like, what the fuck is that? Because I really, I spent time trying to figure it out. Like, I, do, I thought I knew stuff about the cooking world, and I feel like I know nothing. <laughs> Based on this outfit alone. So there's that. Uh, so that's what they all do and their characters and what they're wearing because... I'm glad you went through all their outfits because they're, like, notable. And they like, don't change you know, them the whole time. Like, so I felt yeah. like, yeah, they they definitely contribute to, like, their their whole persona during this, this game. Yeah. Uh, so the other things that are existing in the town, there's also a studio, a lost and found, lockers, the village hall where they meet at night, a dinosaur camp, and of course the entrance to the town. Um, so just some additional info. At the studio, they can unlock a computer monitor with a password to get in uh, to get a clue about the intruders. At the lockers, there's three different lockers that they can guess a password for from like a hint on the Mm -hmm. locker. Um, And inside the locker, they'll get a clue about one of the strangers from the Blue Village. And the intruders can find hidden mission objects and receive a trap hint or like a fake hint, like a diversion gotcha. um, yeah. at the dinosaur camp to confuse the villagers. So they have mm-hmm. to like sneak in there and like exchange whatever they found for like a, a trap hint, a fake clue. Mm-hmm. So they ask, will they find all the intruders from the blue village to protect army in the BTS village? I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. So day one um, begins and they immediately spread out to begin searching for clues. Taeyeon, Jimin, and Hosok immediately go to J-Hope Mart where Jimin begins demanding grapes from Hosok. Um, so they've like already begun to dive into their roles. Like, mm-hmm. uh Sokjin goes and searches in his bank, Namjoon in his repair shop, and Yoongi in his flower shop. Jungkook makes his way to the police station uh, and is immediately startled when walking in the door by the mannequins sitting in the jail. (laughs) So right off the bat, Sokjin decides to be a little shit. Of course. Because he wanted to make a fake clue. So he took a piece of paper and he he drew a little flower on it. And he said, let's make a trap for Yoongi. 
Um, Are we like five minutes into this game? Yeah, not even, you know, (laughs) and he's already like stirring the pot. I'm going to make a fake clue. (laughs) So uh, he actually later finds an actual clue and realizes that his fake wouldn't work after he had already placed it because the clues are on yellow paper and his paper was white. So he had to go back to his clue and pick it up. So, which is like, all right. Um, (laughs) So Jungkook actually found the first clue in a briefcase, but he picked it up and read it and didn't realize what it was and put it back (laughs) and left it there. So like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised. I'm like, come on, you're like playing a game. What do you think it is? Um, But Namjoon was suspicious of Jungkook. And uh, so was Yoongi as them two looked around together uh and then in that space namjoon finds a tea bag with the number five written on it so he's like okay what is this like it was taped to like the inside of a magazine he's like if this Mm -hmm. was taped and placed here this is something yeah during this time uh sok jin was actually digging around in jimin's extra uniforms uh that were hanging in like i guess the postage place that i don't know where they didn't say like the building he worked from but whatever yeah um but he uh he finds two green tea bags in the pockets of jimin's extra uniforms Mm. so jungkook keeps finding clues on accident during this whole time (laughs) and he he literally cannot figure them out like when he gets a clue he just doesn't know what to do with it uh then they cut to uh. Jimin and Hosok in the J-Hope Mart and Hobie in like this interrogative voice says to Jimin, who are you? And Jimin <laughs> replies, I'm from the Blue Village. Uh. And he says it in like a confession, like a confessional tone. And Hobie smiles and then points back at himself as if uh. to say, me too. But they're like super smiley and giggly. And Hobie says, really? And he starts giggling so much. And Jimin is like, no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. <gasps> no. Like, yeah. So they're, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, snap. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so Jungkook accosts Yoongi in the street to ask him if he's found anything. And Yoongi reveals that he's found a composite sketch with an M on it in the studio. Then Young walks up and shows them something from Sokjin's wallet that he found. So, like, something else to add is, like, they all have wallets and, or, like, they seem to have wallets, but they're yeah. spread out in random places. Like, none of them have them on them. They don't know where their wallet is. Right. Technically, like, they have to go and look for it. Yeah, but it seems okay. like the members are kind of finding them on accident. Like, they're yeah. not, they haven't necessarily told them, like, every member has a wallet. Yeah. So they show them something from his wallet and they relate the M to the MG bank that Jin runs. So that's like a big deal. That becomes like the M theory against Jin. Okay. <laughs> so so Hosak and Jimin try relentlessly to open a locker without success every time. 
And I just have to point out, Bethany, I'm so sorry, but like Young truly is not doing much. Oh, like, I'm sure. Oh, any, baby. <laughs> any clue he finds, he just gives to Jungkook without even trying to figure it out. He's Aww. like literally just happy to chill in his bakery. <laughs> he really doesn't seem like he understands what's going on at some parts. Mm-hmm. Um Sokjin asks Jungkook to see the clues, but Jungkook doesn't trust him to like do it so they so they won't but like mm-hmm. namjoon walks up and asks taehyung for clues and taehyung's like i gave them all to jungkook like <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about know. so uh, at this point like jungkook has so many clues jungkook won't let sokjin see it he's already just dis- distrustful of Jin because mm-hmm. of this m theory thing uh-huh. um and then this is the best part. Okay, this is the part that is like forever ingrained. I'm. I f- this went viral on Twitter. It had to. Uh, it was I just, totally know what this is. It's the best. Yeah. Um, it's right at fourteen fifty three, and we get about thirty seconds of Yungi whispering. Yeah. And this is like this is literally. I will never forget it. It's the best. I just need whispering Yoongi to tell me everything for the rest of my life. Like, mm-hmm. he's just standing there whispering this M theory to Namjoon as Young watches on. And, like, I mean, he's just... He's so... I just... The way his mouth moves, like, the way that his <laughs> his words sound, I just will mm-hmm. never be over it. I just need yeah. it on loop for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember when it went viral and I remember listening to it like over and over and over. Like I kept playing the video like on like some Twitter posts, like just on repeat. Like, wow, I cannot imagine hearing like Namjoon, how lucky yeah, so I hear that. <laughs> so that's like one of those moments from Run that like I always remember, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna go find the episode that that's from for this week. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's the end of day one. So th- night one begins, and they meet at the village hall, and they each present like any of the clues that they found. At this time, Jin reveals a police hat with a blue towel attached as well as a blue water bottle and he says that he presents both of them as critical evidence against Jungkook. He also found a sky blue wallet which turns out to be Jimin's and he presents this as critical evidence against Jimin as well. So at this time Yoongi and Young present the M theory against Sokjin and also, Namjoon grabs a clue from Jimin. So, Jimin had a clue that said it has odd numbers. So, they're all suspicious of Jin at this point. Yeah. And Namjoon chimes in with a, hang on, outsiders can have fake clues to throw us off. So, they think that, like, the police hat and the blue towel is a fabricated, like, fake clue from Jin because it just seems way too obvious that like mm-hmm. there'd be a police hat Jungkook's a policeman and it has like this big blue towel like I mean yeah. larger than a sh- lar- larger than a hand towel like attached to this hat I mean it, they were just like this is you're just like making this up so yeah by the end of night one 
Jen is super pissed off because everyone is suspicious of him and Hobie and Taeyong really don't know what's going on. This in theory must be really believable. Like, oh, it's strong. super believable yeah. because they're like, oh, the M and something else that they found in Jen's wallet that we like didn't see yet. And yeah. Okay. So day two begins and it starts by Hobie, Jim and Namjoon and Jen uh, make another attempt at figuring out the lockers. They all eventually leave Hobie there and he sees that one of the clues has, it's just like a math problem. So he actually takes it off of the locker and goes to find a pen to solve it. Um, he makes very many attempts uh, and he is unsuccessful each time. Uh, Jen Aww. even joins in on it and they both do not get it uh it's pretty funny because they keep running back and forth from like the lockers to the bank to make calculations and sometimes like depending on which members were where at that time there there could be like five of them running from one place to another just saying the numbers of the combination that uh-huh. they think it is just like out loud <laughs> it's just very uh, cute and very mm-hmm. like three stoogy almost i just uh-huh. i really enjoyed it so Young and Jungkook explore the bank and Baby finds tea bags and also finds Namjoon's wallet. Uh, it, at this time, he also stumbles across some real estate paperwork that says Namjoon has the intention to move to the Blue Village in a few weeks. Ooh. And Young takes all this info and he goes back to his bakery. Ah, so Jimin investigates his it has odd numbers clue that he presented uh, at the first night. Um, he notices that some shop addresses give an odd number when you subtract the first number from the second. For example, Jin's bank is number 87, so 8 minus 7 is 1, an odd number. Namjoon's How does... How interesting to think yeah, about that. You know? Yeah. So Jimin runs up to Hobie, Yoongi, and Jin at the lockers. They've all just gotten one open, and the clue was a piece of paper with, like, a long-sleeved blue shirt printed on it. Jimin is, like, totally uninterested. He's like, hey, somebody come with me at once. No one wants Jin to come along, though, because they're all super suspicious, and they run away and tell him not to follow. And it's one of those, like, additional quite comical moments because he's Mm -hmm. really like he's really adamant that he is not an an, like an outsider and he's getting like he's getting a little like just frustrated that he he's he's not in on it too yeah exactly no i don't blame him because like they came up with this like m theory thing and then basically everyone was against him which right. would be really frustrating, like, right at the beginning. He feels like he's the only sane person because these, like, big theories are so fabricated and he knows that he's not an intruder. Yeah. Or that's how he feels. Yeah. So he doesn't come along. Um, he wants to... Jimin wants to show them the shop number theory. So they find odd number results at the bank and at the auto repair shop, um, as well as at the police station. So at that time, Yoongi runs up and says, it's Namjoon, we found the culprit. He like points down the street at June, who's just like standing there like he's oh, been like ruffling yeah. through papers. And Yoongi and Jimin 
run away and meet up with Jungkook to explain this new theory, the this like number odd number theory that like it kind of goes along with the M theory. Uh-huh. So Yoongi yells at Jin and Namjoon and he's pointing at them and telling them to stay away and they'll discuss it all at night like they're not going to tell them anything yet. So at this time, Namjoon is pretty frustrated because he feels certain that unlocking the lockers will help them find the intruders. Um, but he's just, he can't crack any of the clues. Um, mm. Jungkook then decides to take a crack at it. And he says, I'm going to try all the numbers no. starting at 0000. zero, zero, zero. No. <laughs> and then he starts like, roughly fiddling with the locking mechanism and the producers are like don't break it please yeah like (laughs) what are you doing you're not gonna figure it out yeah not like that um so back to the bakery Young found this big cookie cutout it looks like a foam like cutout that's just supposed to look like a picture of a cookie and it has like something yellow on it some words and he asks Hobie about it and Hobie is like I don't think that this is you know anything <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything like that matters anything of substance Aww. and Tang's like okay um but who's the owner of the shop again and Hobie's like it's you like Tang just replies <laughs> they say that he replied naively and he's just like oh right oh, like right. he's truly not in it you know yeah he's <laughs> so yeah yeah <laughs> So just before nightfall, Jimin walks alone down the street. He uh, he turns around to kind of look back at maybe the or think about the chaos ensuing down on that part of the street where they're trying to figure out the lockers. And he smiles in this mischievous Cheshire cat like smile as this creepy music plays in the background. Oh no. And you know <laughs> Lie starts to play in the background. Oh, amazing. And we get this clip of Jimin pre-game play, uh speaking with with the producers. They tell him he's a member of the Blue Village and that he has a secret mission to find five green wow. tea bags and exchange them for a fake clue or like one of the trap hints at Uh the dinosaur camp and of course uh the trap hint that jimin got was if you subtract the number in their addresses you get an odd number so this whole fucking jimin i know he really played it up i'm just going back to like at the very beginning where he went in and told j-hope like yeah like i am a blue villager or whatever like i'm from blue village and like got somehow got hobie to say like really like i am too and then he's like no i'm not really right sneaky 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 and i've got everyone hung up on this like subtract the number and their addresses mm -hmm. wow everybody is very hung up on it um so (laughs) it's literally perfect like the production of run i cannot talk about it enough it's so great it's really well done uh, so night two falls upon the village and they again meet in the village hall to discuss the hints that they found beginning with the blue shirt from the locker they also discuss the two other clues outside the lockers to try to figure them out so that they could open the the other two 
So Jimin, at this point, brings his odd number theory to the table, and he points out that Jin, Namjoon, and Jungkook's work addresses all adhere to this theory. He also presents a critical hint information, the finding of Namjoon's real estate paperwork that Young found uh, with Namjoon's intentions to move to the Blue Village. To make matters worse for those three, when Jin is presenting hints, they ask him where he encountered them and he can't remember the location. Uh, which he makes asked, him look bad, yeah. He literally asked to like look back at the camera footage and which makes them like even more suspicious yeah. of him because yeah. they think that he just got it as a trap hint from the producers. Yeah. So another prominent thing during this night is that Hobie kind of chimes in that a few times that he's suspicious from Jungkook. He's sitting right across from him and it's just because Jungkook is way too quiet. He's just sitting there. He's just kind of like observing. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of thrown in there a few times. At the end of night two, the producers offer another critical hint. He At this time, they tell them, your wallets are in each shop. So they, you know, might not have realized that all seven of them are supposed to have a wallet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they also say that you each have a journal in your shop. So now they're like, oh, shit, we got to go find these journals. As they're walking out, Hosok in character is imploring policeman Jungkook to help him find his wallet, which he has not yet encountered. Oh, because cute. You know, <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> yeah, it's super cute. Yeah. So, result of night two, uh, people are suspicious against Jin. That continues to rise, and suspicions begin to arise around Namjoon. Namjoon is adamant that the paperwork means nothing, and it's just part of his character's backstory, um, and that it's not, like, ill-intentioned or doesn't mean anything. And then Mm -hmm. a few members suspect Jungkook for his reserved nature. So... Uh, day three begins and they all set out for their journals. Uh, Jin is walking on the bank and he sings, this is the dairy style to like the tune of dope. dope? Inst- instead of the real line, he says, this is the dairy style. And the real line is this is Bangtan style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't even know what made him say dairy like there's not anything that they were like joking about like i don't know if he was in the supermarket and he saw like milk milk no clue (laughs) but (laughs) um he soon encounters his journal and he reads inside and sees that you can use hints from this journal to find the outsiders so he runs out yelling to the others that he's found it and who's first by his side none other than jimin yeah so Namjoon and Yoongi each found theirs and begin to pursue the contents alone. Taeyong, Hosok, and Jungkook all have trouble finding their journals. They have not encountered them yet. So those with a journal gather and begin to suspect those without together collectively. Ooh, okay. Jimin goes to J-Hope Mart to tell Hosok that maybe we don't all have journals and as Hosok is speaking to Jin in the doorway, Jimin spots Hosok's journal in the magazine display and quickly wow. tucks it under his shirt. No, he doesn't. He hides it in his Jimin. hoodie. I know. 
He's so sneaky in this. Jimin leaves and looks through the stolen, uh, stolen journal. Um, he wants to hide Hobie's journal somewhere to make it like plausible to make Hosok believe that only those with the journals are the outsiders because the people with the journals are like Namjoon, Jin, Yoongi. So he's like, mm-hmm. they're the outsiders. Um, yeah. So instead of just hiding it in a random place because he's worried it'll become discovered and then people will be suspicious, he actually sneaks it back into the store and puts it back. And it's just crazy. Like, Hosok is really clueless at this game. He does not notice a thing. He never Uh even ends up finding it. Um, He asked Jimin at this time for the millionth time if he's found his wallet, like if Jimin has found his own wallet, to which Jimin... Uh both cutely and frustratedly replies no how many times do i have to tell you that i don't have it jen has it because he's had the wallet since like day one yeah so they're all at this time gathered around the lockers uh and the producers give them another hint to try to get in so with Mm -hmm. this hint they finally open uh, a second locker and from that they get a picture of gourds uh gourds have the same pronunciation required to say park so hobie looks at jimin and says park jimin <gasps> park jimin yeah oh. oh it's so perfect it's so perfect oh. and of course jimin kind of like laughs and like he brushes it off and he acts like really coy and meanwhile, mm-hmm. Jungkook is still in the police station searching for his journal. He did not find it. He hasn't found any more clues. He hasn't found anything that's made sense. Uh, he found two orange light sticks meant for traffic directing uh, and mm-hmm. begins to play with them, just really taking on his role <laughs> as a police officer. He even goes out into the street and begins like directing members like into the, in the <laughs> like in the street and into the village village hall like okay this way Um, also just just to point out because i just love this taehyung is walking around and he's headed towards the village hall and he stops and stands at a red light and he waits for it to turn green to continue walking and i'm not really sure why they included this because honestly it's weird like it's so it's like okay i mean like I think it's cute. It's cute, like uh, you're in a in a car. I don't know, but okay. I just have to point this out. This is totally like off script okay. here. But what this reminds me of is when I used to play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I would like steal cars <laughs> and stop at the red light. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. I I liked like. I wasn't really into Grand Theft Auto. I was playing it just like with Kelsey. Like I was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll play with you. And then like I would steal a car and I'd stop at these like red lights and kill and like Kelsey's like, what the fuck? It's like the <laughs> like you have like cops after you and I'm like, but the lights. It's red. like the not breaking the rules vibe. Okay, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So Taeyong is going along with that, not breaking the rules. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think it's super cute that he does this. And the way that he just kind of stops and stares up at it is is quite adorable. Aww. So beginning to wrap this up, night three in the village hall, uh, Jungkook 
himself has no hints to bring forward. He didn't find his journal. He has nothing. Uh, he does have the two light sticks to direct traffic at the table in case he needs them. Um, mm-hmm. They discuss the two items found in the lockers, the blue top and the gourds. Yugi says it can't point to Jimin because Jimin like helped the others open the lockers. Yeah. Uh, Jimin presents his overall evidence, the police hat and blue towel against Jungkook, the recurring letter M against Sokjin, and Namjoon's plan to move to the Blue Village, plus the odd number hint uh, to go against them all. Yoongi at this time gets excited and starts to slap his leg and say, like, here, let him talk, because he's, like, totally into all of these theories. Yeah. Jimin continues. All these traps that Jimin is made. Right. He lo- but he loves it. He's like, yes, all of these people. Uh, yeah. Jimin continues acknowledging, yes, that the blue top and the gourds seem to indicate him, but he's like, but it's not me. And he really doesn't go any further than that. Like, just one sentence about them. So yeah. Namjoon at this time begins to seriously defend himself since he has now become a main candidate. Around this time, Jin notices that the weather is listed differently on the notebooks for the same date, and his notebook says that he will water flowers on a rainy day. So this, at that time, tells Namjoon, Jin must be the outsider, because who waters their flowers on a rainy day? He must have been somewhere else. Um, So now like the Namjoon is super against Jin as he's kind of been the whole time, but he's trying to defend himself simultaneously. And, uh, uh, they decide to go through the wallets that they have. And in Yoongi's wallet, they find a bus ticket from the blue village to the BTS village. Oh shit. At this time we cut to Yoongi sitting at a table and he just sitting at a table and his elbows are resting on it and his hands are just folded in front of his face. Uh. And he's just like asking who's the intruder. And he's told that he's from the Blue Village. And it is at this <sighs> yep. moment that Min yep. Yugi begins to plot. Like, he is yes. ready. So, <laughs> during his time, during on day one and day two, he follows Sok Jin. He finds the, com- the composite sketch and writes an M on it. That's, like, the whole basis of the fucking M theory. Is like, look no. at this composite sketch that kind of looks like Jin and it has an m on it he spreads the m theory he spread green tea bags around which are what the other two intruders had to find to turn in to get the trap hens um uh. we also see hosak yungi and jimin together when yungi's wallet is found and at this time they're like all together and hosak noticed the bus ticket so we snap back to the hall and yungi explains it's not mine but you know who found my wallet he did it and he points across the table at Hosok and oh Hobie is just incredulous and he just he's just smiling and he's like wow this is awesome like he can't believe how twisted this plot is he's truly all of us as we're watching (laughs) (laughs) so the debate becomes more heated and Taeyang decides to chime in to remind his members Aww. to use honorifics and to not speak roughly to one <laughs> another. He's like, 
Oh, he's just so sweet. I love him. He's like piped down. He's just like, he's like our grandpa, you know, like, yeah. I love him. So, um, the producers then tell them that there are three outsiders, which they didn't know before and that it's time to vote. Yeah. So result mm-hmm. of this night, they all write down their votes and they, you know, vote for who they think are the intruders. So conclusion, they're all like standing in the line, standing in like a line just out in the town and they are reading the first letters on the line of each journal entry um, because the producers tell them that this is like a hint. If they go and look at like four lines written, the first word, like if they read it vertically, is a hint or it gives like clarity about that person. So they mm-hmm. read Jimin's journal and his vertically reads, I'm the one. So at this time, we see a clip of Jimin and Yoongi whispering in secret about hiding their journals because their uh-huh. journals were, or Jimin's journal was never found. So also this has more Yoongi whispering, which is just amazing. Nice. Right? Mm-hmm. So that confirms for all the members that Jimin is for sure an intruder. Then they reveal the third locker clue, which is a slug. And Min is in the name of slug in Korean. Uh, His journal also said before moving out from the next village vertically. So they all are like, oh, the next village, the blue village. So they're like, okay, Yoongi and Jimin are both outsiders. So at this, like, Yoongi gives, like, this really, like, cute smile when he's like, yeah, you know it was me. Like, it was me. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh, But he really did a good job of, like, stirring the pot. He really did, yeah. So in the end, three people voted for Namjoon, four people voted for Yoongi, zero people voted for Hosok, six people voted for Jin, which he was, like, so pissed about. Five, oh, I'm sure he was. Five people voted for Jimin. Jin was like, really? I got more votes than Jimin? Uh, there yeah. was one vote for Young and two for Jungkook. So the last critical hint was revealed at this time. And it was a hidden parcel addressed to Young from Yantan of the Blue oh. Village. Taehyung played dumb the entire time. He pretended Mm -hmm. like he couldn't find any hints. He pretended like he didn't even remember his character role. He assisted at every turn Jimin in deceiving Jungkook and Hosok. He was... Yeah. And he was from the Blue Village the entire time. He found the parcel early on in a police in a police vest that um, Jungkook had actually inspected and found the parcel and he was like I don't think this is anything and he just put it back like literally the yeah. boy was so bad at this um, uh-huh. but he hid it in a cabinet he found this parcel and hid it in a cabinet in the bakery which was why he was there all the time and he pretended Mm -hmm. to search those cabinets for like his journal or his wallet like whenever any of the other members came in to help him search or to ask him questions uh he also helped spread the m theory to namjoon he was integral in that uh he also turned in tea bags to get the real estate trap hint that made 
Namjoon uh, a suspicious suspect. Yeah. Uh, as his lies became more and more complicated, he just acted more and more stupid. Like he just really acted so clueless and like so aloof yeah. and like he wasn't doing anything. But really, mm-hmm. the producer said this on the screen and I agree. He made the greatest contribution to the outsider's victory because yeah. like, I mean, nobody had any reason to suspect him at all. Yeah. And this, I think, goes along with his personality really well, because I feel like a lot of the members kind of feel this way about Young sometimes with like games like this. Like sometimes he really just like either doesn't get it or doesn't care right. or, you know, whatever. And so like even in my episode, I didn't share this, but like when he got the sense wrong, like when he did the scent test, mm-hmm. All the members, or at least I think Jen was like, how do you manage to get everything wrong? Like they said something really mean like that. And so I didn't keep it. But it's like for him to be like aimlessly seeming to like wander this like area and doesn't know what's going on and like doesn't understand the clues or isn't doing really anything. It's like they just kind of assumed, oh, that's Taeyang and like whatever. And also everybody trusted him. Namjoon trusted what he said. Jin trusted what he said. Jungkook trusted what he said. Hobie trusted what he said. Like, Mm -hmm. and obviously Jimin. Because he had no reason to be suspicious because he just wasn't involved really much in in it to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, He was very, very smart and just like if he found a clue, he just gave it away like he acted like he didn't know anything to june like very minimal Uh, details just he played it very very well and multiple times throughout this episode they talked about his acting and also when they were like revealing all of this shit about taeyang they were playing the theme song of harang which is just love i love it yes yes So they're standing there and Hobie, still clueless, asks, so who wins? And the producers, like, they literally chuckle and they're like, you really don't understand, right? And Hobie flashes this huge heart-shaped grin and is like, oh, we lost. And then he, like, giggles himself for asking such a stupid question. Um and so then it ends with the outsiders from the blue village receiving their prizes of gift vouchers. Gift vouchers, and, yeah. Uh, I think Jimin actually gives some of his away to Jin because they like really targeted Jin so hard. Like yeah. I think they gave him he gave him like twenty thousand won worth of like gift vouchers, um, but they wrap it up uh, saying that they all had fun and Jen was still playfully being a little salty for being so heavily targeted and he said that he's learned to offer a hand to those who have everyone against them. Ah, so that was my my run episodes. That's a really good one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I have not watched that one in a really long time, and I feel like I need to go back and rewatch. It's a it's one of the one of the good ones for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Okay. That's our third run replay. Yes. These always are just like they end up being way longer than I expect. It's really hard now, to retell it's just a like, whole there's thing. There's so much fun details, and it's really hard to leave anything yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. So, guys, if you 
like this episode or any of our previous episodes, uh, you could tell people about it. You can tell us about it. Um, you could write a review about us. You could also contact us on any of our social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us. We love to hear your feedback. We love to hear from you in general. Don't be shy. Um, and you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.